Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this week comes from Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused. But later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to those or to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Here ends our gospel lesson. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Knock, knock. Interrupting cow. Moo! <laughs> All right, I got hecklers in there. <laughs> Thought that would go better with the kids. Then. <laughs> uh, think of that as we uh, that little knock knock joke that I hear. I swear I hear that one far too often anymore. But. Um, as we think about our, our gospel lesson from Luke for this week, Luke 18, which we hear about a, uh, the sticky wheel that gets the grease, so to speak. And this is the, in the form of the parable of uh, the widow coming to a judge to persistently keep begging and asking for justice in her case. And this judge is uh, defined as being... Uh, neither having respect, neither fear for God nor respect for people. The judge really did not care, did not care, did not rule with empathy or compassion. And yet because of the woman's persistence, he granted her request just to get her pleas out of the way, so to speak, to keep her from being an interrupting cow. I've been thinking about this, too, uh, as we've started up a lot of our programming with um, our youth, both for the 3F, it once again stands for um, Faith, Family, and Friends, and that's for our, our kind of used to be Sunday school, and now we've moved it to Tuesday nights with, uh, made it more of an intergenerational thing with our meals, and uh, have music and games and all that good stuff. And then 406 Church, I had to remind Scott Emsley this week, as, oh, by the way, if any of you had problems finding the church last week, I apologize. I took down our address so we could stay behind it. 
I broke it, but it's back up. Now you can see clearly as you come in that the address of this church is 406, much like our phone area code across the state of Montana. So we call our high school group 406 Church. But as we've gotten going with all these events and uh, Cub Scouts and choir and 3F and 406, I'm reminded of how much our young ones can be just like the widow or the interrupting cow. They will keep, no matter who you're talking to, no matter what you are doing, if they have a need, if they have a demand, they will make it known. <laughs> it will be like the interrupting cow demanding that they steal your attention and that you focus on them for whatever is pleading. In fact, I suppose that's part of the as- one of the aspects of growing up, right? Is learning how to wait your turn and figure out when to interject and uh, bring your requests and have your conversations and all that. So our children are just like this window, widow who comes with need after need after one after one and focus on me and please let me dance in the middle of choir like I want to, right? <laughs> Not listen to Kathy Gilhouse like they should. It's part of our work of teaching them, right, Kathy? And yet, uh, there is real lesson in this. As the adult in the conversation, as the adult in the room, you still have to pay attention in one way or another and stop and deal with all these interrupting cows, all these sticky wheels that need the grease, so to speak. Whereas my, uh, my seminary professor, who was, uh, he was from uh, Guyana, is big into the game of cricket. He would always talk about these sticky wickets. Sticky wickets, right? The, the wickets, oh, now, I see from your eyes that I've got to explain cricket to you. The wickets are what you try and get to fall over, and those ones that won't fall over are the sticky wickets who just keep standing up and standing out, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> um, all these examples are interesting, though, when it comes to prayer. They're interesting for the fact that this is a parable, so we should interpret it as more of a story, kind of getting to wider truths. But they're interesting and perhaps almost disturbing that we should see prayer in a way that we've got to keep asking and asking and asking. Right? In the case of the sticky wicket, you've got to keep throwing the cricket balls at them to get them to fall over. The squeaky wheels that keep turning and turning and turning, just demanding greets, right? And all our interrupting cow children at 3F or Mission Valley Children's Choir just keep interrupting, 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 right? That this would be our, an example of our prayerful relationship with God. That God would not just see our hearts, know our needs automatically and be, bam, take care of it right then and there. Why would we need to bring our prayers to God so consistently? Why cannot God just do, do what we want, right? fulfill our needs? Why must we pray meal after meal after meal? Why must we pray night after night after night? Why must we plead with God at hospital bedside after hospital bedside? All these questions 
I think dog many of us throughout our lives in different ways and different times. And yet there is great assurance in this story as well, in this parable, that Jesus sees the need to be ones who plead. Say, God has a plan for that. And Jesus sees the need of the, the cries of the one who prays day after day after day after day after day. It says, see, look to the example of the widow. She will eventually have her prayers answered one way or another, and you will too. Look to the example of the praying widow, or the widow who prays and pleads and asks of the judge for justice to come. For it will not be easy, will not be simply known all the time, but instead it will often take the hard work of coming to the throne of God, moment after moment after needy moment, to ask, please hear my prayer. Hear our prayer, O Lord, time and time again. Brothers and sisters, this week we are invited very sternly once again to be praying people. We are not invited to pray as sort of champions of the divine who get everything we want at a moment's notice. In fact, I was thinking and reflecting on this text in my experience as a father. I don't know why I didn't think this way before we had kids. But how difficult it will be, it would be for me to say no to my children. My kids have, um, well, for example, um, I'm, perhaps you guys don't get these Amazon, cat these are like the new Sears catalogs, right? The Amazon.com now sends, uh, around this time or in the lead up to Christmas, catalogs to households with kids that they know because they spy on us, I guess, sort of. Um, and instead of like the old Sears catalogs that have things for all ages and all needs and merchandise of every variety, these are specifically geared towards children and loaded with toys and things for outdoor activities and so on and so forth. And my kids love to just circle these things up and say, give me this, give me this, give me this. As children are wont to do. I, I've been surprised, though, how much I want to purchase every single one of those things, <laughs> despite my, you know, limited means and all that, and uh, knowing that it would be not helpful to spoil them and give them everything of their heart's desire. As a father, it brings me great joy to help my children, right, to indulge their wants and to take care of their needs. It is our Father in Heaven's great delight to answer our prayers as well. God truly wants to hear our prayers and heed our prayers also. There is great mystery to the timing, the when, the why, the how of all of that. We are challenged again this week to be praying people, people who pray persistently and regularly. We are also comforted again to see that the Father does indeed love us and does indeed want to listen to our prayers, though we were children picking out toys for Christmas.
Both of those things take faith. It takes great faith for us to come to the throne of God again and again and again. And it takes faith to trust that the Father on the other end of those prayers truly does love us and truly does seek to hear our prayers. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.